Hello, I'm Cassidy Carter, and for my segment of this podcast, I will be reviewing documents based on personal relationships and also utilizing our opinions as college students currently living this scenario. To start off, I would like to take a look at the at an edutopia.org source titled Seven Ways to Maintain Relationships During School Closure. The seven ways that are highlighted are actually ways suggested from teachers to other teachers on how to maintain student-teacher interaction. This is a topic that is slightly different than our main focus, which is more so based around student-to-student interaction. We can use this source to learn how to foster healthy relationships in general when it comes to online courses, virtual learning, and interactions with the people around us. The specific part of this source we wanted to highlight is number seven. Number seven is titled, Getting Students to Name and Process Their Emotions. This number is all about the processing of emotions. I believe the processing of emotions is extremely important, especially when your emotions can be easily hidden behind a webcam. An example of this would be turning off your webcam when you're upset, or not telling your group members how you feel and using your webcam or your microphone mute button as a way to opt out of the conversation. As online college students, we have to learn the importance of expressing our emotions to each other in a whole different way. Frustration is high in general when working in groups with and with computers or technology. So I couldn't agree more with edutopia.org's take on this essential part of creating a student-to-student personal relationship. I believe it's extremely important to explain to your group how you feel, and even more so through virtual learning. This is extremely important to make sure that you and your group members are on the same page, as they don't have body language or tone of voice to identify how so you're really feeling. To build on that, we have to take a look at students' feelings within the classroom. However, this year students aren't actually in the classroom at all. This means we more so have to look at how students are feeling compared to previous years when they have spent in the classroom. Not being in a classroom is extremely taxing on students and their relationships with each other. A study at Colorado University showed that 38% of students strongly agree that they're more stressed at home, and 26.5% of students saying that they agree that they are more stressed at home. The same study that was conducted by Colorado University also shows that 76% of students have a harder time staying motivated at home. With this, We wonder if student relationships are even in the question. For our course, we're required to work in a group. But for someone who isn't taking a comm class that requires group work, how much are they actually interacting with their peers? We work in groups, but for students who are working remotely, we have never seen or actually heard the voices of our peers. This is where we see the biggest struggle in student relationships. For one, students are under much more stress than when usually attending school on campus. 
And although no one in our group has ever attended college on campus, we feel the level of stress being put on us every day. Our group is split up with two people in Chico and three of us around the state in our hometowns. This level of stress is dependent on where we are, but we are all doing online courses. It's also extremely important to be able to physically see someone in order to trust them. As a group, of course we have faith in each other, but that doesn't mean that we know where they are or where they work, and we have no alternate means of communication, which we could compare to seeing in class, general confrontation in your building, or even just walking around campus. Us being in three to four different locations creates that chance being completely removed. Having group members in different parts of the state leads to different cultures and different surroundings. Overall, I believe that working in a group has been beneficial for student contact and us trying to recreate the normal school environment, but we can clearly see it doesn't compare to the face-to-face interaction of a group. Thank you, and now I'll hand it over to End Our Podcast.